Oh yeah. All right. We're on. Oh yeah. We got we we got to feature Zach on Oh wait, no, it's me and Nick on Potato Cam. Mhm. Yep, I'm over here in the corner yeah. on the potato. <laughs> no one puts Nick in the corner <laughs> except me cuz I chose the seat. <laughs> yeah, I I, had, I saw I had an assigned seat. I just looked for the red one. Yeah. Yeah, it, now that we're color coded, it's nice and easy. Oh, yeah. Banana. This, this is my spot. That's all I got to think about. Yeah. Well, you also get the nice chair. I do, yeah. Th- this week. This week I get the nice chair. That's true, because you're hosting. I am hosting. And I Nick and I get the Ass Buster 4000s. Yeah. This is true. This one is day. true. One, yeah, one, one day we will <laughs> uh, purchase chairs that'll be nice. But it's also hard because you think about, like, oh, we're going to buy these nice chairs. And then you look at your chair at home and it's like, Oh man, we're gonna have a nice chair once a week, or I guess twice a month when you come over. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll have to do more group streaming then, and then you can come over and enjoy your chair more. Yeah, Fair. we should get together and um, get the Elgato Classic out and play some PS2 games and stuff. Oh yeah, get some CVS2 on stream. Maybe play that X Files game finally. Wait, wait, wait! X Files game? Do yeah. we talk about this? Uh, Zach uh, sold me an X Files game. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a scam. It's like a survival horror game, I yeah. think. It's like Resident Evil-ish. Uh, I picked it up in a lot, and Nick was like, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have to sell him on it. Yeah, oh I'm, I'm a big X-Files fan. I didn't know it existed, and I thought, I don't care if this is good or not. I just want to see what it's like. <laughs> it's going to be, you're going to play it for 20 hours and be able to see um, the leg hairs of the Sasquatch in the, in the ending credits <laughs> as he walks away into the shadows. You play his main character, Mox Folder. that's good Welcome to the Co-Hops Podcast. This is episode 64. I'm your host this week, Garrett, and I'm joined by... Nick over here in 64 bits. That's more bits than I have. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm the mysterious low bit man. I'm Zach, and I'm basically Pong. Oh. How many bits? I don't know how many many bits is an original, not even the Atari, but just like the, the... Sears Pong game. How many bits is that, Nick? Good, good question. Like four. <laughs> it's not much. <laughs> you're, you're a maybe you're the Jaguar. You're 64 bits, but not where it counts. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I'm 64 bits technically, but, <laughs> but <laughs> mechanically maybe 16. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's like a Sega that had a battery hooked up to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, just, just put a, a supercell like boat battery. Onto a Genesis. Oh <laughs> there you God. go. You got it. That's me. Well, this week uh, we got a lot of fun stuff for you. Uh, we've uh, continued streaming. Uh, I finished a game. Well, uh, we're all playing new stuff except for, well, I guess technically someone uh, here at this table is still on the hunt uh, for a new thing that will take who their. That uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who, who could that be? Who could hmm. that be? Uh, and we've got a delicious, mysterious beer uh, yeah. that Nick brought, and it's got a cork in it and so let's um, see if i can pop I hope this it in a way that doesn't destroy but not, everything but not that way it's uh we're gonna take a second as we try not to <laughs> blind ourselves with the corks mm-hmm. yeah you got to push on the side oh yeah this is uh this is really in there didn't think about this 
it's it's much harder to get out than a champagne cork because you just give a little bit of push on that and it just pops right out. Pressure just does it. Sounds like my suggestion of let's wait till we start was a bad one. Yeah, I mean we wanted to get (laughs) we wanted to get the sound. I usually defy all of our listeners and get the foley in there with the uh, with the beer cracking sound, but yeah, it sounds like this this pop is not gonna it's not gonna work. It's almost there. Yeah, I mean we've got peace out waving at us right now uh, in chat. So uh, thank you for joining us oh, as oh, we we're almost there. Is it? How? <laughs> <laughs> the build up. So weak. The build up for that was, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that was comical. Oh man. That's delightful. That this smells good though. It does. It's, you know, yeah. yeah it's, sniff the cork, Zach. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, Let it breathe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, I will explain while you pour the Sonic emulator fruited mixed culture ale from E9 brewing in Tacoma. Um, I saw the name and I thought we're a podcast about video games. Sonic is a video game. You emulate video (laughs) games. There you go. Um, this is a barrel aged mixed culture ale aged on cherries and lime zest. What's a cult mixed culture ale? I feel like it's just fermented fruit. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It, it, I mean, it kind of, it almost has the aroma of red wine, like red yeah. wine mixed with beer. Uh, mixed, mixed culture makes me think yeah, of like, like take yogurt. Take an actual sniff of this poured. It did not have a head whatsoever. Ooh, and this I think smells like something we had before. Um, the really? The Saison? The, uh, yes. The gin, gin barrel It Saison. smells like that. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to take a sip while is it, you're pouring. But yeah, it's like it's got no head. It's it's yeah. very aromatic. Yeah. And uh, a very interesting color. Like mm-hmm. it color shifts. The more you look at it, the more it is it's, thicker and lighter at the same time. It's like the color of a beer bottle. Like Yeah. It really looks like the bottle. Uh also, this is batch number 1. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The tart. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry that I uh, spoiled the surprise, Nick. But have a little, have a little sipperoni of that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah who is right? Oh, that's that's cool. That's yeah. interesting. It yeah. like gets to the back of your throat, with mm-hmm. the, the tang. Yeah, it's like uh, drinking liquid warheads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> so I, I looked up what mixed fermentation is because I was curious. So it's uh, any fermentation that consists of a combination of brewer's yeast, wild yeast, lactic acid bat- bacteria i almost said battery bacteria <laughs> lactic battery acid and lactic hey those are the same thing D- two different types of lactic acid okay bacteria uh or other microbes that are unconventional in brewing huh. okay yeah so this is experimental <clears throat> ah ale aged on cherries and lime zest yes that's that's why i said was it tart <laughs> yeah 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 uh yeah you definitely get the cherries and the lime um it's uh, it's kind of fun and refreshing. I really like it. I like sour things. This is maybe the sourest tasting thing we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. That's just like biting into a very, <laughs> a very unripened lime, <laughs> followed by like cherry juice. Uh huh. Um, it is. It's interesting. Um, I won't say that I'm in love with it, <laughs> but it is so interesting. It, it like, I want to see if it evolves. Uh, I'm going to let it kind of sit almost like wine, you know, for a couple minutes. Did you guys and, have them in uh, the fridge prior? Yes. So I wonder how the taste will change as they warm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause they weren't in the fridge that long, maybe like 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Were they, were they refrigerated when you picked them up? No. 
They were not. Okay. Hmm. So where, they're, you they're, they're slightly chilled. They're, they're not even. Uh, these are from the local co-op. Okay. They, they have, um, so the, the branch near me has a cooler section with all the beers and ciders and such. Um, and uh, next to the cooler section, they have. Is the not cool section. I mean, it's the it's the ultra cool section. It is uh, it's a like wooden uh, like separate shelves um, that don't look like any other shelves in the store that have the fancy beers, the mm. like barrel aged things, um, and they're generally all in like twenty sixteen or twenty ounce. Um, uh, oh no, this is twelve point six eight fluid ounces. But anyway, they're in big bottles. Yeah, well, I, I really appreciate you going and grabbing this because, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is we talk about it and it's like, oh, this beer tastes like this beer. This beer tastes like this beer. And trying very wild new things is, I it makes me very excited. Yeah. This is very fun. And like the closest thing I can think of as far as a flavor comparison for this is like a whiskey sour. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it, it has that sort of dark uh like simmering alcohol flavor with mm. the bright sourness on top you know what it really reminds me of if i was going to compare it to two things so of course zach's gonna roll his eyes here great notion they're tart ales because <laughs> okay. so, they're all fruit tart ales right cool. but with a combination of you had the cherry bomb at structure right uh yes so yeah without yeah. the slush cherry bomb with very tart fruit totally you know and and that's that's kind of what that's what i can compare it to but this is wild. This is like nothing I've ever tasted before. Yeah. Do you, you want a little, just a little oh, sip? I'll just a little, a, sip. Get a little yeah. sip in there? Yeah. I don't think we'll get a stronger reaction than my first one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's very like interesting. Sour that patch tastes too. like if you took one of those like pre-juiced like yellow lemon bottles and just went <laughs> right yeah. in your mouth that's Ooh. what i that's what it tastes like. i used to do that all the time wow that is tart mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very tart it's it's exciting i really like it well thank you <laughs> thank you for bringing it and i look forward to the uh, the discussion at the end where we get to talk about it because i, I wonder how it's going to change as it as it warms up yeah um, yeah i'm curious it's interesting uh i like it i i think it's weird and fun yeah i was also fun. the one who hated the watermelon salt one the least so oh, oh yeah yeah that's still on the bottom my bottom list of it's close to the bottom for me i I tried to describe it to some people this weekend and they're like what that that sounds good i'm like you like to drink (laughs) seawater because it's just bottled seawater with a hint of it's like uh, a Lacroix of the sea yeah Yeah, just just go go off to um uh to the what's that um uh to haystack rock Go go out to the beach because mm-hmm. you were in Oregon. Oh um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just go swim and just dip your mouth in the while well, while well, simultaneously uh, uh, tasting watermelon juice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Well, uh, we'll come back to the beer. Uh, it's a very very interesting one. Uh, let's get into what we've been up to in the last couple weeks. Um, you know what, uh, Zach? I, I I buried the lead at the beginning, kind of, but you're still on the hunt, which does not surprise me, and I'm sure it does not surprise our listeners and viewers. Indeed. How many more games? Because you were up to like 20 that you had tried. What are you up to now? Oh yeah, do you, you have guess? a list? I well, I can get a list. It's not as many. Okay. So oh, is I, it all on Steam? No. Hmm. I did uh, continue trying to get through. Um, I can't remember the game name of the game I was playing. Uh, it was some manner of Zelda thing. Yeah, it was a Zelda-like game, but it oh, it was yeah. a little bit. 
it was just enough off of Zelda and a little bit like mm-hmm. too janky in some ways that it did lose its luster. Rogue Heroes was the name of it. Are there you, you interested in Mina the Hollower? Ooh. Yeah, I backed it on Kickstarter. Oh, oh nice. yeah, because I didn't know that the what is it, Super Yacht Games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, your Yacht Club, Yacht Club. I'm like Super, super yacht, Giant, but... and yeah, they should do a collab. <laughs> Can you imagine the game that Super Giant and Yacht Club Games would do? Oh, it'd be fascinating. That'd it would be, be very interesting. But yeah, I, I did. Well, I backed Mina the Hollower because <laughs> yeah. I was very excited to see it. But Zelda with digging. Um, but yeah, no Rogue Heroes. I played it for maybe an hour or two more after, and and just kind of I was like. I got the gist of this. Like, I don't feel the need to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got what you wanted out of it. Yeah. It was fun for a while, but then it's just more of the same, and the same is not that interesting to keep me going. Yeah. Uh, and then also I was playing on Steam Deck, and I think I mentioned there's no uh, music because it's not officially supported. There are problems with it. And mm-hmm. so, like, everything works ex- except the music, which is a little odd. Weird. But you play all your games on mute. I, no, I had a sound on, so I could hear sound effects, but no, no music. It was just oh, weird, but... I, uh, to tangent for a brief moment, uh, a YouTube favorite of mine, Matt McMuscles, recently released a ten and a half hour video where he plays through and compares every version of a mainline Double Dragon game. And it's amazing how many of the, like, weird old computer ports just don't have music. Mm -hmm. Just can't. Which one was best? Um... I haven't gotten all the way through it yet. It's <laughs> ten and a half hours. Ten and a half hours, and he posted it like three days ago. Um, but that would take me like a month to get through that video. Uh, Double Dragon Advance is high up there. I have the game. Double Dra- Ooh, Double Dragon Two for the NES. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, I have a Great feeling co-op game. Ooh, I have a feeling Neon will be high as well. Mm. Um, I own that game. I've never played it. Hmm. I I don't think i own it and i'm very curious three is real bad if i remember three's bad yeah yeah. as since we're talking about beat-em-ups does anybody know if you can play three-player co-op for streets of rage four or is it only two-player i don't know but Uh, i have it at home i can look i I think it (laughs) i think it's up to four i've got it on uh steam we could do we could do well you could play online but it'd be really fun to do uh, co-op stream all of us with our arcade controllers that game is cool that game is really it's very cool i stopped playing it and then bought it on steam because i bought it and all the dlc because it's just it's amazing yeah it's worth it it's a good one i don't i don't like that kind of game and i like that i like like that game yeah Yeah. it's a good one it's good but yes anyway it's it's amazing the impact that not having music can have on a game experience it's it's like i I do play a lot of games without sound altogether but if i have sound on i want to hear music Mm. (laughs) so it was like it was throwing me off i'm like oh i can hear my sword hitting stuff and like the characters making noises but just no music it's very weird Hmm. um Remind me about music and music rights when it comes to me because I don't want to keep tangenting, but oh. I found something out that I'm really glad that we're not partnered on Twitch yet because of uh, yeah because of stuff. So go ahead. Oh, I see. <laughs> I made two mistakes. Oh no. <laughs> Oopsie. Whoopsies. Um. So I went to um. After that, these were all all the games I was playing were on Steam Deck. So I, I went over to Old Faithful the Switch and started uh, looking around on there. Um. I had bought when it was new the collection of uh, mana and i figured oh, yeah. oh I, I never i've actually finished secret of mana so i started playing that played it for a couple hours it is a fun game i do want to eventually finish it but it didn't it didn't hook me that is game that has the some, snes one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that game has some really interesting ways that you can just get stuck and die in combat oof like there's a fight uh fairly early on against these like two wolves and they move really quick and they attack you when you get hit there's a moment where you have to get up 
and you can get hit before you can react. And so what? you can just get stuck in this loop. That is my <laughs> least favorite thing. And it's so games. annoying. I died to that and I got really mad. But um, That reminds me of Legacy of Goku. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you fly back and then you fly back into an enemy that hits you before you recover. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's really it's annoying. great. I love it. Um, <laughs> so then I was talking to um, Troy about games and he had mentioned he picked up Have a Nice Death and was telling me about it and it mm. sounded fun. So I bought that and I was playing it and it is fun. Um, really good game. I do want to play some more of it. Have a nice death. I've never heard of it. It's a um, it's a side scrolling roguelike, uh, okay. ro- roguelite maybe because you do get uh, permanent upgrades. I always get those terms confused. I think it's roguelite, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, you play as the Grim Reaper, who basically uh, the just what I got from the cutscene at the start is that you. Are, were very successful and then got lazy, I guess, and, and created <laughs> a bunch of people to reap souls for you, and then it got out of control. So now you have to go kill all the things that were uh, that you made. all your minions, yeah, all basically. your deputized reapers. Um, it's fun because you you like at the end of each. Uh, section you you get in an elevator because you're in like an office building, <laughs> and, oh my God. and you like go to different floors and and um, I've only got through one of the bosses so far. The mm-hmm. combat's really interesting. It's not, it feels kind of Hollow Knight ish, but less refined. But it's still good. Like I don't okay. want to saying less refined. I don't want to mean that it's bad. It's just yeah, you know, it's Hollow just Knight is just exceptionally uh, fluid. But totally. Is that the one where like the cover, the main image is like a uh, like a teeny tiny little death skeleton yeah. man with it a coffee cup? It reminds me kind of of like a, yeah. a Death Junior, uh, <laughs> like not the gameplay at all, but just the the imagery of he was just a little Grim Reaper guy. I yeah. played way too much Death Junior because it was one of the first PSP games, it was. and I had a PSP, and I was looking for anything. So I played a lot of uh, Twisted Metal head on. And uh, Death Junior. I played the Miami Vice game, which is like actually shockingly okay. <laughs> uh, and then a game that I've been waiting for, I've mentioned on here, came out. So that's the most recent thing I've been playing, mm-hmm. which is Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Oh, neat. Oh, you picked up the physical, right? For, I did. Does that come with one and two? It does. I hate that on Steam they split the collections up. Oh. Well, on eShop, it, it is as well. Oh, okay, so any, gotcha. all the digital versions are split. Hmm. But if you buy the physical hmm. version, it comes with both. Hmm. And it's gotcha. technically a little cheaper, I think, because it was Ye- 60 bucks, and I think they're 40 They're 40 each, each yeah, yeah. So you save 20 bucks by buying the pack. And I never played Battle Network, and they're like, oh, the the there's like online the mm-hmm. online features and the mm-hmm. some other feature doesn't work so it's just purely single player oh. i think uh, i i haven't tried yeah. it but it's fun Not i, that I, I never played the battle network games before i mentioned i was always curious but it was one of those it was like whenever i was at the store when they yeah. were new it was like i had a choice and i always chose the other thing yeah besides and, um, battle network but it's really fun it's actually the the graphics still hold up really well as most most game boy advanced games they tend to still look good mm-hmm. um the combat is is really unique i've never played a game quite like it each side has a, a three by three grid and you move around freely in the battle and you're selecting your chips to build uh, that you've put in basically a deck um and you can select a variety of chips but only a limited amount at a time you can shoot your your arm cannon to destroy enemies and then whatever chip you select has a special ability that does something like um like you throw a bomb or you can heal yourself or you have a sword um and then before you can use another one you have to wait for a meter to charge up but the enemies are also moving around so the battles are really fast paced they're quick like most battles are over in like under 15 20 seconds Mm. um 
I would say my biggest complaint so far is the encounter rate is too high on the first game. It's just like walk, fight, walk, fight, walk, fight. I think I remember that. Yeah, even though they're quick, like being interrupted. It's still annoying. Time. Yeah. Yeah, I played some of those games as a kid and liked them a lot for sure. Um, and one of the weird, like, cultural explosions of the pandemic times <clears throat> was a surge in uh, people playing online competitive battle network oh really i didn't know that what yeah yeah it, it got what really were they popular. playing on uh and like probably an, an emulator and yeah. then you oh, can do they, they all have networking now yeah. so yeah mm-hmm. Uh, Which yeah. was there a specific version, or was it all of the different versions? I don't remember. I never I think like three is like the really popular one. I, yeah, I, I think memory so. memory serves. I think, I, I'm not sure if that's correct, but I think there might also have been like some bands and things mm. uh, because I remember uh, seeing a uh, a post talking about the Battle Network collection and uh, specifically noting that there are no bands in the online multiplayer so interesting so i i don't know enough about the meta game of battle network uh but that's really cool yeah it's fun it's um it's light rpg elements um Mm. i'm not the i I like mega man i'm not a huge mega man fan but i like the the game enough so far and it's you're not a mega fan not a mega fan of the mega mega fan man (laughs) fan man my favorite yeah fan man (laughs) scissor man blow man Oh no! <laughs> oh yeah. Um, cool, what, man. what was I was gonna say something else about it before we move <laughs> on? Um, the so I, well, one mechanic I really like that's fun is that so the way that it works is you play your the character you play as is called Lan, and then yep. Mega Man is his his basically his internet dude that when you ha- jack into stuff, there's a lot of jack in, jack out, and <coughs> jack off. And, uh, but when you jack into stuff, megaman.exe gets deployed and that's who you control in there. Yeah. And there's some back and forth, like you'll get to a password wall and it'll, he'll talk to land and say, Hey, I need you to go find out the answer to this. And it switches over to land. You run around the real world and go back. Uh, but you can jack into all sorts of stuff. So like there's like a GameCube and one dude's house and you just like jack into it. And there's like <laughs> just jacking uh, all over the place. Yeah, just jack all over the place. Uh, do you happen to be in San Diego while you're jacking it? No. Hmm. Oh, okay. You're in um, ACDC town. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all the electricity <laughs> jokes you can yeah. think of. Mm-hmm. ACDC <clears throat> town. Yeah. But but it's fun. It's it's fun to just go up to a random thing. But like, I wonder, like there was a car and you can just like go into it and... There's just, you know, the equivalent <laughs> of a treasure chest in there for, you know, I mm-hmm. don't, nothing particularly interesting in there, just some more chips that you collect, but. Gotcha. And do you only, it's not like Pokemon where you have like different things, you're building your chips and the chips are like the deck of your attacks. It's basically yeah. decks and cards. Yeah. So you, oh, have, okay. you have 30, you can have 30 at a time equipped. Um, and then they show up randomly seemingly whenever you, so when you use one, it gets expended for that fight. Right. And then the next time you go into the menu, once your meter builds up, it'll give you another new selection. Each chip has a letter assigned to it. Um, and you can only have so you can you can send chips to Mega Man to use, but only of the same letter or the same name. So like if you had an A and a B, you couldn't use them both, but if you had two A's, you could use both. And so that gives you a little bit of strategy because you could do like one of the early combo examples they tell you is you do steel, which reduces their grid size, and then you do sword, which only works on the next adjacent square. So, oh, gotcha. oh. Yeah. okay, neat. I so there's some combos like that, but yeah, it's it's a fun game. Um, I look forward to continuing it. I'm like 
three or four hours in. Gotcha. Not, not super far, but it's um, it's enjoyable. Still looks great on the Switch in today's game. They basically just uh, have a border around it because it was a Game Boy Advance game, you know. But right. it's similar to the um, Castlevania yeah. Advance Collection. Exactly. Were all the Battle Networks adva- Advance games? Yeah. So. Oh gosh, I think there might have been one on the DS or the Wii or some other uh, GameCube. Mm-hmm. There was a GameCube one, but obviously that's not part of this collection. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Network transmission, I think it was called. That sounds about right. Yeah. Transmission mechanic. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nick, what have you been up to, man? Uh, I have, um, God, what? I feel like I was talking about something last time. Resident oh, Evil. Resident Evil. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I played so much Resident Evil. How um, much Resident Evil was it? <laughs> uh, about seven playthroughs. Um, okay. Uh, about fifty something, sixty-ish hours. Um, I that's really not a lot for seven playthroughs. It's not. It's it's not. The, Granted, each playthrough is subsequently faster. I assume. Yeah. Um, the first two or three were like twelve to seventeen hours each. Um, so to give a quick rundown, I played through on normal the first time around, get the intended experience, and then on new game plus played hardcore. Um, and then, uh, to the harder difficulty, but I had all my weapons in progress and stuff. So mm-hmm. that worked out <clears throat> and, um, uh, went through and tried to get a lot of the challenge, uh, achievements. Like there's a part where you're on an elevator and you, um, uh, people are trying to jump onto it. And if somebody has like jumps onto the elevator after a moment it stops because it reaches its weight limit and so there's an achievement for not letting the elevator ever stop Hmm. um just by blowing away everybody before they can get on or before they can be used for long enough the achievement is called you have no ammo left (laughs) yeah (laughs) well uh you can get infinite ammo weapons eventually oh that's true fair so that that helps um and i wasn't able to get that one until i had infinite ammo weapons so there you go um but uh yeah so hardcore was fun uh and i did a lot of the challenges that were fun difficult because i didn't wait until later to do them when i had stuff like the infinite ammo rocket launcher (laughs) 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 which becomes available to buy in new game plus new game plus for two thousand or two million pesetas um just more than is like an extraordinary amount Um, but then you can just pay a hundred dollars for some tickets, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's something, something else, but, um, I'll, yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but, uh, so then I played through on professional, the hardest difficulty on new game plus and was trying to go through it quickly to unlock some stuff that you get for reaching a certain rank, uh, in professional and barely missed it by oh. a few minutes. Uh, and so I thereafter went through on professional again having bought the infinite rocket launcher and made quick work of it. Um, (laughs) I'll show you game. (laughs) And then I started doing, um, uh, going for S plus runs, which are only possible on new game, not new game plus. Mm -hmm. Um, but you keep the things that you've unlocked in terms of like, like the special weapons, Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, most importantly, the armor for Ashley that lets her never take damage or be, uh, carried away oh okay um, cool and so that makes it a little easier and so i did s plus runs uh you you have to make it within a certain amount of time which is i think 
four hours for it's like it might be three hours for um uh assisted the easy mode uh four for normal five for hardcore and five and a half for uh professional i want to say Jeez. um and uh it's i think it's actually four five five and a half and then five and a half but you can only save 12 times or 15 times uh for professional uh, which doesn't have auto saves so good luck with that one um i so, expect you to do it yeah <laughs> How close? I, I'm, <laughs> you don't get to play anything else till it's done. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking about it, um, uh, but uh, but one of the things that makes those challenges easier is having unlocked stuff like Armored Ashley, mm-hmm. um, but also uh, something that came out recently is um, they released the Mercenaries update, which. It's cool. Mercenaries, Mercenaries is really cool. Yeah, Mercenaries uh, is sweet. Yeah, they also simultaneously released uh, DLC that lets you buy um, uh, exclusive upgrade tickets, which are a thing that you can buy in-game um, as well, but uh, it lets you unlock the ultimate level upgrade for an, uh, a weapon um, without needing to first unlock every other upgrade for that weapon, which... Mm. is normally a prerequisite uh and all of the like the special knife that you get and the chicago typewriter submachine gun and the hand cannon magnum uh all three of those that you unlock for uh accomplishing things and thus unlock for all new game playthroughs have a uh capstone like exclusive upgrade that makes them infinite so infinite durability for the knife or infinite ammo for the hand cannon or chicago sweeper they call it and so i i haven't tested this myself but it sounds like you get this upgrade token at the very start of the game which is before you can ever actually buy them in game okay um uh or or use them in game um and the the s plus strategy revolves around getting enough of the collectible currency spinals to unlock the exclusive upgrade as soon as you possibly can mm-hmm. and then you just have an infinite ammo hand cannon or chicago typewriter um and uh and so this makes it dramatically easier if you have even one of these so do you have to unlock like even if you have the weapon unlocked that carries over but the ultimate upgrade which gives you like the baddest ass thing for it like the yeah. infinite ammo or infinite uses you have to unlock that during the new game playthrough. Yeah, so okay. it, it, it puts the basic version of the weapon into your storage. Gotcha, okay. Uh, yeah, and it's it's interesting. I don't love it, but I also don't care that much uh, because the people who are going to care about, like, like there are ways to cheese the, the prestige of... Uh, like, oh, I got S-plus on professional anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a time saver for people who don't want to bother. And also, if you're speedrunning the game, there will be categories that disallow this, so it doesn't fine. So the paid-for currency, from what you're telling me, is specifically for maxing out or unlocking all of the unlocks on a specific weapon? Yeah. So, or, uh, or not and, even and, all... And are they consumable? Like, you use it and it's gone forever, or...? Uh, it is consumable within that save file. So, if you... Wow. If you buy one, mm-hmm. then it is available across all of your save files. Gotcha. And if you start a new game, it will generate 
one of those in it. Gotcha. So you could, the first time you hit the merchant, you're like, boom. Yep. Okay. And so you can basically pay $3 to get one of these and make it drastically easier to get through one of these S plus runs. That's just so weird. It is. It's, it is weird. Like, uh, it doesn't even make sense to me that, that they would even do that. It's, it's, it's so just strange. It, Money, Garrett. It, it fits in with things that they've done before in these kinds of games of like making small uh, DLC that will like unlock stuff mm-hmm. like that you would have to spend time in game unlocking otherwise. That's just for people who have more money than time, which I can't begrudge that too much. Right. But I mean, the, the functionality of it seems specifically like it revolves specifically around speed running because it's only good for that save file. But I guess if somebody was doing well, just regular new game plus, then they would just they could buy all the tickets and max out all their weapons, right? Well, so I, I don't know if I phrased it very well. It it puts one into every save file right. that, that you ever have, right? And so, uh, including ones you've already done. So it um, it's less relevant in new game plus where you can afford to just buy all the upgrades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, but it is it is a way for people to get the most out of these weapons without putting in as much time. But only on new game. No, in any game. Cause, cause like, Oh, right. Cause it puts them into all the, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Uh, it's, it's just most noticeable and effect in new game. Gotcha. Okay. Cause only the last most recent Capcom game that I can think of that has stuff like that would be, or not even stuff like that is monster hunter, which was, it was all cosmetic DLC, yeah. which was, grossly overpriced but it's like it's cosmetic so i didn't care about it it had no yeah. actual functionality in the game yeah and and so uh this is consistent with the way resident evil has been for the last five or so years oh, okay um where like if you look at resident evil 8 and you look at the dlc available there is like uh a like four or five dollar dlc that unlocks all of the stuff in the shop to be able to be purchased and so oh in in like the duke's shop okay all right so so it it's like little time saver stuff because these games have a lot of content and a lot of unlockables and Mm -hmm. some people want to see the content without having to go through all the effort to unlock it and i can't really begrudge that it's kind of an accessibility thing uh in a way yeah, that, that doesn't bother me that it's like, it's been way over sensationalized. So I was excited yeah. to talk to you about it because I'm like, you're going to actually talk to me in terms <laughs> that make sense and not just like, they added cheater DLC to uh-huh. the game, you know? Yeah, and like those challenge runs are still hard uh, because you still like have to not die. Like professional, you'll still go down in two or three hits to any enemy. Um, and so you need to be careful even if you have an infinite ammo magnum. And that magnum has a hell of a kick and is very imprecise so it and has to reload still right or does nope. it just oh it doesn't okay if you hit the reload button he does like a cool a cool pose <laughs> <laughs> um with the chicago typewriter it's great he like spins it around and like does a hat tip if you're <laughs> if you're wearing the lady the outfit with the, the hat it's delightful um but yeah, it's uh so like for me personally, I think I will probably at some point buy one mm-hmm. for three dollars. You can buy they come in packs where you can get a bunch at once. If you really want to, you can buy all of them and then you will have as many exclusive upgrade tickets as there are weapons in the game. And then you can just do it to all of them. But that's overkill. Yeah. 
you're never even going to use that many weapons, so why why bother? So I might buy one to use on my professional S plus run. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, but, cool. Because it's it's a matter of I might not even do that if it didn't if I didn't have this way to make it easy for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, with all that out of the way, I will talk very briefly about the other thing that I played uh, this last couple weeks. Uh, I've had a very busy time, started a new job, finishing up my last semester of grad school, uh, and so I just wanted something comfortable, so I went back to an old favorite and played Control uh, again, um, the Remedy game from several years ago, uh, which I had never played the DLC for. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, I played the game, and then um, uh, Lauren wanted to play it, so she restarted uh, the game, which has only one save file available, and mm-hmm. then she played the DLC, and then I didn't want to restart the game all over and play it all again just to play the DLC. Right. Um, so I just didn't for a while. But now there is the Ultimate Edition on modern consoles that is upgraded visually. That game already looked incredible, and it looks even more incredible now. Um, uh, there is a 30 FPS ray tracing mode and a 60 FPS no ray tracing mode which is the obvious answer mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah smooth please which as <laughs> i don't I, care about reflections and the ray tracing does look good but not good enough for how smooth yeah. 60 is um and the dlc is really cool um i actually like played through the whole thing unlocked everything got every achievement or every trophy in the game um again which Jeez. i also did the first time um uh, and, uh, the expansions are really interesting. One of them delves, uh, deeper into the history of the Federal Bureau of Control, um, gets literally to the root of the building that you're in. Uh, and the other one is focused on Alan Wake and ties, oh, that's into, awesome. ties into Alan Wake stuff. So Alan himself shows up sometimes, um, uh, in, in like full motion video scenes, uh, and then your major enemy is the big bad from Alan Wake. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, it's on my backlog to play. I got the ultimate version or whatever because on Steam, yep. I think it was just an update. And for consoles, you had to buy the ultimate edition. Yeah, and I remember that was a big that was a big deal. That was definitely annoying. Yeah, uh, to me, and that's part of why I waited this long. But yeah, yeah, it is a fantastic. Damn you, game. Remedy! I love you. Yeah. Right. Uh, it is a fantastic game. I really love it. It's the tone is so perfect. It's like very um, SCP Foundation, if you know what that is. Vaguely, uh, spooky stuff. Yeah, it's it's a um, Sp- spooky jump scares. <laughs> not well, spooky spooky jump scares and existential horror about things that if you look at it, it will tear your mind apart and you die. Yeah. Yes. So what what's my kind of thing? <laughs> what SCP is yeah. is it's a it's like a community creative writing project where it's uh, it's a wiki and the wiki has entries of numbered um, like numbered objects like SCP six nine two is an article and um, you look at the article and it describes an object or creature that is like paranormal in some way um, and the SCP Foundation like keeps tabs of these things and secures contains and protects them there you go interesting which which uh, article number is yours garrett 6969 69. hey 
Um, there's a lot of really interesting stuff. Being community. I don't know what I don't know if I graduated <laughs> anything. Oh yeah, what, what did you? Four twenty is the only other one, which I have to imagine that one is a, a weed thing. Um, but uh, SCP is really cool. It's very hit or miss because it's a community project, and so anyone can make one. I mean, they get taken down if they're bad. But uh, I'm gonna make one for you. <laughs> All right. Excellent. The Sounds man, good. The Manrilla. The, man, the Manrilla, yeah. Um, <laughs> They're like, it's just Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you don't understand. He lives in the city. <laughs> he, he, works he works in, in IT. IT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's in our computers. Uh, yeah. I highly recommend people check out the SCP Foundation. Keep an eye out for SCP GRT. <laughs> oh, can you? Do they have to be numbers? Uh, I think they do have to. Damn it. Well, dude, just take the alphabet, 26 letters. No, and no, just, just do, do, the... do it like a T9. Whatever GRT yeah. is in yeah, yeah, T9. Yeah. Yeah. T9 or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Sapient Beard says, SCP-6969 is the designation for a thaumaturgic biological process which occurs during ejaculation. If that is <sighs> the real one... I mean, I would believe him. Yeah. Uh, he has the power you, of the internet. You <laughs> he can't does. believe him. No, no, I can. Yeah, that's... Yeah, the... I, tr I, I generally trust Daniel. <laughs> Yeah, it's a mistake. <laughs> I don't think it's a mistake. I think trusting you is a mistake. Also a mistake. I never said it wasn't. <laughs> Actual SCP quote. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. That is the first line of SCP six nine six nine. Oh, great. Yeah. It's well, uh, then I guess you need to community write whatever uh, GRT is. It gives so, me an adult content warning when I try to. What, get what is uh, okay. four seven eight? We need four seven eight. That's GRT. Four seven eight is GRT. Yeah. Um. Well. I'll have to check it out in uh, in a moment when somebody else is talking. Just wait for a fact checker to post it for us. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, SCP Foundation is really cool, and this kind of takes that concept and uh, applies it to a video game. With um, you are, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that you walk into this weird building that nobody seems to know exists. Um, and you're looking for someone and very quickly find yourself promoted to director of the Federal Bureau of Control. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just knew that you were a lady that floats around, has supernatural powers, and you shoot stuff. Yeah. That's all I know about the game. So all that comes from having become the director of... The director of shooting stuff? <laughs> well... That uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but okay. within about 15 minutes, you are the director of the Federal Bureau of Control, and you have a cool gun that is alive. Hmm. Um, I like living guns. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's it's super cool. It's super stylish. It feels is it really voice, good. Is it voiced by J.B. Smoove? <laughs> uh, it's not voiced by anyone. Um, the, the it, goes, it just goes... <laughs> well, I, actually... <laughs> Actually, you're you're kind of right yeah. because the, the closest thing is the board, the board which appoints you mm -hmm. director, okay. um, and it is this like uh, unknowable entity that sounds just like cool, and, uh, and the text appears in subtitles, and it has a bunch of like uh, like uh, I'm trying to find a way to describe it, but when they talk, their sentences have like. Uh, words with slashes between them oh okay um, gotcha like like yes slash no mm. or like we we trust slash do not trust you to do a good job when, when you fire it sounds like the sound of uh, lawnmowers and children playing when you're trying to take a nap <laughs> <laughs> yep um how utterly terrifying <laughs> 
but yeah, control is phenomenal. Um, the it would not be nearly as good as it is without the uh, excellent performances of the entire cast, including uh, Courtney Hope, a soap opera actress who was the best part of Quantum Break. Um, and she was in Quantum Break. She was. She was Beth. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was really good. And so they promoted her to star of their next game. I, I just remember that Iceman is in it. <laughs> yeah. Iceman right. and... Um, and uh, the mayor from um, uh, uh, The Wire. But uh, doesn't it also have What's-His-Face? He plays young Professor X. Oh, James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. Is James McAvoy in it? I, am I not? Am I thinking of the wrong game? So Do- Dominic Monaghan is in that game as your brother. I think you. Are oh, I'm. Of. I'm. Yeah, I'm completely. I in my brain it was Iceman fighting Professor X. Yes. No. It's it's Iceman fighting the mayor from The Wire. Yeah. Okay. Then never mind. I am insane. <laughs> <laughs> I, we know James us. McCaffrey <laughs> is apparently who you're thinking of. Th- there you go. Anyway. Yep. Uh. Yeah. So. Check out Control. I highly recommend it. It's still good. It still holds up. How, about Got how long? IGN's Game of the Year in how, what? Twenty seventeen. Uh, sounds right. Twenty eighteen. Yeah, what, what's mine. what's Nick's? How long to beat on uh, Control? Um, so it depends how into the side stuff you want to get. The side stuff is all really good, and there's not that much of it. Um, I would say maybe like. 15 20 hours mm. i might uh, plus, i might move that up ahead in my list above horizon zero dawn because i'm not really yeah. feeling an open world game right now yeah. Poor horizon just keeps getting uh, it, just, it looks it looks and good and i remember and i think over. it's just one of those things just like red dead redemption where you, you get out into the world and then i'm just like uh, there's just too much shit i don't know and, and this is also kind of open world but it feels uh tighter because the spaces are tighter mm-hmm. like the there is not as much open space as there is in in horizon yeah to paraphrase but, it feels tighter because it is it, yeah <laughs> the uh it just i i start to think about games and i do need to get into i want to get into longer games and i'll talk about a little bit longer one here in a minute but elden ring was just like so special and i'm usually not a big fan of open world games except for the witcher i mean i even kind of uh performance issues on my pc aside was kind of getting a little bored with cyberpunk because it was like i was doing a lot of the same samey things the stories uh, that you get in there were like good in between but i just was like i just don't i don't want to run to the top of another i'm talking about horizon now but i don't want to run to the top of another <laughs> electro giraffe and like do a, a assassin's creed like eagle vision and then dive off of it or i don't even remember breath of the wild glide off of it i just I don't know. I'm just not into it right now. So I want to play these shorter, like these shorter games. Yeah. And this, this I think is, is like, um, it's, it's a similar sort of experience, but squished. Yeah. Condensed. Okay. Um, uh, and yeah, just very cool. Um, well, I also like horizon. Good news is you just got this great first person shooter that you can play. <sighs> oh no. Uh, oh, also, um, Sapient Beard says Cyberpunk is flawless. flawless. Yeah, uh-huh. flawless. Yeah, I'm sure that you are playing it on your diamond encrusted 4090 with a with an i9 and 80 gigs of RAM. I, I don't know. I played it recently on PS5 and it was fine. Yeah, because it's on PlayStation, not a PC. Uh, That's the best way to play it, actually, PS5. It is, actually. It's the most stable. Mm -hmm. Hey! Yeah. Which is why I bought it on PS4, (laughs) so that I could play it on PS5. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yeah, I I already talked about it at length, but 
the amount of problems I had with my 1080 Ti, uh, and I don't think it was the 1080 Ti, it was the game itself was just oh, yeah. utterly broken. I tried to play it at launch, Same. I tried to play it a month after launch, and I tried to play it three months after launch. So I haven't played since, like, Our, the most recent patches, but, like, uh, cops would spawn through the walls, and I would get uh, I would get detected when even when I was in stealth. I couldn't do any melee stealth kills, and my entire build was melee stealth. So I'd walk up to somebody and it would do like the prompt and I'd go to do a stealth kill and I would stand up and alert everything around me and then... You idiot. Yeah. Wow. It's your fault, Gary. <laughs> it is my fault. Mm-hmm. It is my fault. It's a feature, not a bug. I, That's I just true. remember on uh, on launch night, you know, tons of people were playing it because it was highly anticipated and I'm yeah. sitting there messaging you and I'm like, we're trying to figure out, we're like, okay, what settings are you trying? Because we have similar yeah, yeah, yeah. computers at the yeah. time and uh, yours is much better now, I think, but... We were trying to, I'm like, okay, change this setting to this and see if it works. And I was like 15 frames per second. Like it mm-hmm. was chugging. It was unplayable. Yeah. Oof. And I talked to a lot of people who were like, oh, I'm playing it on something similar or even less. And they were like, oh, it's fine. But at the time, huh. one of my friends was so determined. He bought a scalped 3070 just to play Cyberpunk. He paid like $1,700 for a oh 3070. Yeah, it was insane. But he's like, oh, it's amazing. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah, just like yeah, and and uh, performance issues aside, it was just like it's just too much. I just the open world games are tough for me. It's yeah. not actually that long of a game either. I think to like no. do everything, it's like fifty hours. And that's like a hundred percent completion. It's yeah, like a fairly short game for how big it is. Think yeah. about Elden Ring and think about me. It took me so I think <laughs> I beat Elden Ring in like seventy five hours, maybe eighty, and I played it when it came out in March of twenty twenty two. something like it was like spring maybe april and i didn't finish it until november october but you took a long break though i did take a long break but i only could play it in chunks because i like i couldn't sit and play that much and and go through that it's just it's just too much yeah and that's why i chose the game that i chose after uh, I finished Death Stranding, which I finished Redneck on stream. Chicken Hunter was no, it? not Redneck. I, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> it's like Redneck Chicken Hunter something. Zach wow. keeps buying me these joke games. He's like in a he's in a cheeky mood. <laughs> he just like keeps I finding these. Game too. Yeah, he keeps finding these stupid oh, games right. and buying all these stupid games. Going, ha ha lol. I don't know what <laughs> yeah, this is about. He, <laughs> he bought me a game I was going to buy myself. So like, spot on on that one. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Well, I bought he, you a fighting game, Garrett. You're welcome. I don't want to talk about Final Slam 2. <laughs> oh, Probably Slam. the one of the worst <laughs> I, things on the Steam library I, now. I, I googled worst fighting games on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> it said Final Slam 2 on the top results, so I bought it. Um, we should... I, I, now I'm curious. Oh my god. I mean, I own a copy of Criticom. I can't. Criticom I, is better. I need to know. Oh. Criticom is better. Oh. I, I just watched it and I'm like, I'm not installing this on my computer. <laughs> wow. It's going to make your computer just lose clock speed. And, and then like for some <laughs> random reason, I think probably because it was on sale and it was on the main page, Zach bought me Thief Simulator. He was like, you need to stream this. I'm like. <laughs> I think that would be funny to watch. <laughs> okay. Uh, is it is it as good as Thief? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, d- I didn't think so. I, yeah, I just I don't... think it would be funny to watch you stream yeah. it. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I will. I, uh, I thank do, you. I do kind of want to stream. I'm still waiting for them fighting herds stream. Oh. Yeah. I'll do it. I mean, that's not a big I it, just it's saw fun. there's a physical version of that game for mm. Switch. <laughs> wow. Cool. 
I didn't. Uh, know. Oh, oh, Chris Sabat vo- voices the new character. Oh my it's God. like an it's a really? reindeer that has ice powers. Does it sound yeah. like Piccolo because that's the only thing that guy does, sounds he, like. He sounds like All Might. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the comments on the YouTube video were like All Might, All Might, All Might, All Might. Yeah, oh he, he has uh, he has three voices. It's like Piccolo, Vegeta, and a mix of the two, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. All Might. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the game he got me, I'm, I might stream at some point too. It is called Hooked on You. It is a Dead by Daylight dating sim. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And yeah, you should stream that. Yeah, it, it looks really funny. Yeah, that, that, I, I definitely watch that. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, talking about streaming, I finished, uh, streamed, be finishing um, Death Stranding, which a friend told me, I told him where I was at and what chapter I was at. And he was like, you have three hours left. And I go, Haha, no, I don't. Yeah. I'm just going to run across the country because I don't want to do any extra deliveries because I have all the equipment that I wanted that I cared about to upgrade. <laughs> so I'm just going to run across the country. And so I did that to prep for the stream the night before. Then I go to do the stream. Um, I fight like three bosses. Um, there's, oh God, the, the, I, I'm not going to say anything because go play this game. If you really don't want to play the game, I guess watch the watch our YouTube video. Um, I, I uh, we put all of the vods from Twitch onto YouTube because uh, Twitch only lets us keep it for seven days, but YouTube is indefinite, so it's all there. Uh, YouTube had a, is eternal. Had a couple of people uh, watch who didn't care about spoilers and watch the game, and they're like, "Oh my god, I want to play this game." Uh, it is solidified as one of my favorite games of all time like probably top five if not maybe even in the top three like witcher 3 and death stranding and monster hunter world it's uh yeah it's uh it's it is really good i didn't know you would take to it this yeah much it's the the thing is really funny because usually i'm pretty level-headed like if somebody doesn't like something that i like i'm like okay cool that's your opinion you know that's fine doesn't really make me that mad uh, but I was reading some, I was reading some stuff that was, uh, they were like, oh my God, Kojima's ov- overindulgent, like ending and this stuff and like his need to explain things. I was like, you shut the fuck up. Kojima's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that, that game was pretty divisive. Like people loved or hated it. And, and the reasons that I read for hating it were just like, they're like the game, the, the gameplay sucks and it's finicky about balancing. And I'm like, that's the point I had. Well, I, and I had zero issues. I fell in that game three times. The entire my entire playthrough. Professional I, gymnast. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it wasn't that it, a prompt comes up and it's like balance left or balance right or hey, you're getting blown through in a windstorm. Hold both triggers, trudge, trudge, trudge. Uh-huh. You know, um, I, I only fell when I was getting cocky. Like it was yeah. always a measured decision of how how do I want to balance speed versus balance. Yeah, and, and that's you, interesting. You start using yeah, you start using all the different things in, in the game. That's not even about delivery, it, like delivering these packages. It's about so much more and has a really good message behind it. And it's so well acted and voice acted and written. And um, like Nick said on the last podcast, like the way that it ends and the way that everything wraps up at the end is just, it's very satisfying. You have a few questions about like what's going to happen, but that chapter of that story feels like very complete. And then I went back and watched um, the Game Awards trailer for Death Stranding 2, the working title. Oh, sure. D- DS2, I think. DS2. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't understand anything. Like, so, yeah. Like, I, I understand the world and the setting, but it, it's, it's, I'm so excited Why for that game. Why is he old and naked? <laughs> yeah why is he old and naked well, um he ma- he maybe just died and repatriated that would explain yeah. why he's naked but 
Yeah. Who knows? But um, uh, it was it was an incredible experience. It very nearly brought me to tears. It very yeah. nearly did. Um, somebody who was watching who told me the next day, they're like, I've never seen your face that red. And uh, I was like, I was I was fighting it. Like, yeah. <laughs> holy shit. So, Garrett. Yeah. This is a callback to an old episode. I know. Is this the game that this gave you the most feels? This is the game that gave me the most yeah. feels. Wow. Death Stranding. Um, oh, wow. uh, two, two people on stream said, I cried. Yeah. Like they were like, I cried watching it. It's it's amazing. And and like the main story is not the only good story in there. There are a no. lot of little ones like like the um uh the the junk uh the mm-hmm. junk dealer and yeah. the um, finally loads the chiral artist. Yeah, and the chiral mm-hmm. artist. Uh, the what artist? Chiral. Ky- it's a thing. Don't worry about yeah, it. Uh, death crystals. Death. Yeah, death crystals. The that glitter gold. Artist. The Egyptian artist. Because the chiral artist. remember, all that glitters is gold. Yes. Nope. It's only shooting stars. That's not true. Break them all. <laughs> Those um, are it, not not correct facts, Garrett. <laughs> I I have glitter to. glitter sparkles, and that's not gold. Uh, Shut up. Sometimes. <laughs> Don't kill my Smash Mouth dreams. Um, I, I have to ask: uh, Did you encounter the cosplayer? Hell yeah, Conan O'Brien. Yep. Yeah. Amazing. I got the little, I got the the little thing and I forgot that I watched the clueless gamer where he got injected into the game. It's just it's so ridiculous. I went back there like three or four times just to hear like dad jokes and uh-huh. it was oh, it was great. Yeah. I did not find Jeff Keeley. Oh, he's like right at the start. Oh. You 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 might have just not recognized him because he's like one of the very first. Oh, maybe. Um, um, but I, I was asking people cause I don't want to give away spoilers. Uh, but, um, the character that Troy Baker, uh, voices, which, yep. uh, me, for me, honestly, best performance of his life. It's really, really good. It's so, it's so him it, as a villain. I like him as a villain more than anything else. Yeah. I do. Better think, than Kanji. Kanji's great. Uh, I think, Pass. I think Joel is still takes it. See, I, I haven't played uh the last of us so yeah uh i i really i really like it but i found that character's hideout because i read every single email that i got sent and i did all the email missions and then so good you something happens and you get an email and it's like hey my hideout is now open to you Mm -hmm. and going in there and like oh my god like there's so many just like holy shit moments in that game so yeah uh i think well yeah (laughs) I was about to say, I think it's still April. Yeah, it's still April. Um, <laughs> Humble Bundle has a great deal that has um, Death Stranding Director's Cut and Alien Fireteam Elite for $12 um, that comes in the Humble Choice this month. Yeah, if you are curious what Alien Fireteam Elite looks like, watch mm-hmm. our stream from last week. Yep, exactly. Uh, so that that's a great, fun co-op game that you can also play pretty much single player on the easier difficulties. Yeah, um, on I think I played through the whole thing on normal solo using the class with a turret, which is the <laughs> easiest way to do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it's 12 bucks if you want to experience it. It's the director's cut, which has all the extra stuff and, and the... Kojima's ultimate vision, I guess, because yeah. <laughs> it's the director's cut. I'm so excited for you to keep playing Kojima games because, yeah. like, I I like Death Stranding a lot. It's not definitely not my favorite Kojima mm-hmm. game, and I'm excited for you to get to MGS3, which is yeah. I know. I just I have no excitement to play Metal Gear Solid. I just yeah. don't. I'm just like. That's yeah, fine. I don't know. I, I I'm going to. I asked Zach. Zach begrudgingly got me <laughs> got me an ISO for. Um, no, I didn't. That's all. No. Uh, he begrudgingly lent me the GameCube disc for um, 
very legit not twin copy. snakes twin snakes no it's called twin snakes oh. which he was very mad about loaning it to me <laughs> even though he owned it legally and was handing it to me and he goes you should borrow my ps1 copy and i'm like but you, i don't want to and he goes no you're going to and you really should so it, is actu- it actually plays better <laughs> so i i looked garrett i did uh-huh. some research because mm-hmm. i was like maybe he would play the gog version over the ps1 version there's a gog version there is however it is also inferior to the PS1 version. I'll just play the PS1 version. It's missing features. What? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. That's funny. I remember uh, one of my buddies, we went to a used video game store and he picked up MGS, the VR missions, which was like a whole separate disc. What's funny is when I was younger, I didn't have Metal Gear Solid. I had VR missions because they're separate discs. Yeah, they're they're completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the VR missions and I played that and I thought that was the game. I didn't know any better. And yeah. I, later on, I, found, I was like, oh, I don't even know what the fuck I played. It's, it's not Metal Gear Solid, though. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so finished finish Death Stranding, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to play the next game on my list, um, which last episode I said DMC5, and then Horizon Zero Dawn was my current list. I started playing DMC5. I picked up on my save that I would played, like, maybe an hour. I'd finished like the first two chapters and they're very easy to get back into. You can go into the void and like practice your moves. And I'm like, Oh, okay, great. Um, playing as the different characters. So playing as Nero is just like playing as Nero in four, except for you have the interchangeable arms, which are awesome. They are really cool. And I have the, I bought whatever the deluxe version was for 10 bucks. So I have the mega man arm. Uh, (laughs) I've got the mega man buster arm, but I also have the, I'm gonna get the name wrong, but it's like it's like the noodler, or the pasta arm, and it's like an arm with a pasta with like a spork on the end of it. I like the noodler. The noodler. I like it's 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 got a catchy name, correct, but I it, like it. Yeah, but it's like it's largely ineffective. It it's just it's just ridiculous. People with with wet dough. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's just a it's like a prosthetic arm, and then protruding out of it is a spork, oh, and nice. it like it's like it does like a drill, but it's largely ineffective. So I usually just use the ultimate with it which blows it up and then i get to get to the next arm it's called the pasta breaker the pasta breaker that's <laughs> like right that. it's yeah because yeah, they're, de- they're called devil breakers so pasta breaker pasta breaker's good um so i'm like a little more than halfway through the game but it's definitely a girt game because i can just i can play two chapters big and sword, it takes me smash. big sword go smash you can play <laughs> two chapters in a half an hour and i feel like i've gotten through a lot and there's like cool cut scenes the upgrade paths are great and it's literally a fighting game as a 3d action game there are so many combos i just unlocked dante and oh my God. yeah dante like Nero was fun v is very interesting but dante's where it's at just switch yeah. just like on the fly switching stances switching your i mean it was just like i was a kid again playing devil may cry 3 yeah. and it just it just oh, it's so good especially playing with um uh, you would probably remember the name Nick, but the um, the the shoulder pads and the gauntlets. Oh yeah, uh, the, it starts with an O. I think I can't remember the osteoporosis maker. Yeah, the osteoporosis maker. But the higher combo, the more they're on fire, and then your your kicks and and punches start exploding as you uh, raise your combo count. I definitely don't remember the name, but they yeah. are really cool. And like, yeah, they do a good job of making the other characters interesting to play. But there's. I, I don't think they're ever going to make a character that's more satisfying than Dante. Just the the core way that he works with the stance changes and weapon mm-hmm. changes, the way that you can invent your own combos and make them yeah. flow. Like, I don't even like combos in games generally, but DMC made me like them. I got uh, with V. I learned how to play V very well. So my combat encounters, I usually get like, um, uh, I get S 
or S plus sometimes on my, on my, just when I'm in like a big encounter that has more than three enemies, that's bigger than a hallway. But, uh, Dante, I've got, uh, triple S on like, I, I like picked up Dante and I was like, Oh, this is like riding a bike. And then I like, I just went through and my first boss encounter, it was like, I forgot what it is because it's like sadistic, sinister, and um, it's super sexy style. There you go, super sexy style. That's and so, quite different than sadistic <laughs> and sinister. Well, no, that that is actually yeah. I'm oh, pretty oh. sure. No, it's uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I it's super sexy style. Yeah. So I no, got, no. I'm saying that's quite different than what you were saying. Oh no, those mm-hmm. are the actual. Oh, those ones, are though. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So go, yeah, <laughs> I like yeah. super sexy style. That's great. Yeah. So I, I was it sounds I, like something it, that Hercule would say, and then throw a peace sign out. Truly. He would never say sexy. He's hurt, no. girl. Super, He's it'd be super Satan style. Super, yeah, super yeah. Satan style. Oh, Mister Satan. Everyone, uh, everyone loves it. But uh, yeah, but it's it's amazing. I I unlocked Dante and played his first uh, mission and got the uh, what what's the sword? What's the big sword we were talking about rebellion. earlier? Re- not rebellion. No, the other one. The other one, the Devil True. No, Devil Breaker. Devil Breaker. Yeah, yeah. Some, I think it's like it's something like that. There's there's so anyway. many just like throw Satan words and cool words together. Yeah, I mean that's Devil May Cry, yeah. and oh the soundtrack is so good when you when you get to finally play Dante, it's metal as fuck. It's so good. It's like mm-hmm. it's like Doom levels of good when you start playing as Dante. Yeah, I also really like uh, Nico, your uh, your mechanic. Nico is okay. I like Nico. The accent is weird. It is real weird. It's and I kinda love really it. weird. She has this unbelievably strong southern accent. That is like, oh, oh it's so over the top. But it's, it, you're right. It, it grows on you. The first time you hear it, you're like, what? But <laughs> yeah. as, as it goes on, it's fine. Like, oh, uh, yeah. There's Nero. Are you flirting with me? <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Uh, so I'm, I'm on chapter 11 or 12 of oh, 18. So, yeah. That's that's a that's a fun legal joke for people who know about chapter, oh, chapter 11. 12, yeah, chapter 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was like, wait a minute, is that what it's called? You remember all those things? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, just unlocked Dante. I'm a little more than halfway through. I pro- a couple of people were asking on stream what the next game I was going to play was, and I said DMC five. And I've just been so engrossed in it. I've been playing it on almost exclusively on Steam Deck because it runs so well. It runs at 60 frames um, on everything on high and medium. I turn uh, like motion blur off and as you should with all games. Yeah, yeah, as you should. But it's it's I so it's blur. so good. Me too. <laughs> I like as soon as I get in the game, I turn the thumbstick and I'm like, nope, off. nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's got to go away. It's one yeah. of the only settings I ever touch. I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. that's got to go. Like but, uh, The Witcher, mm-hmm. I when Ooh. I was replaying, I loaded it. I'm like, why does it look so bad? It's got heavy motion. Yeah, blur, like heavier than almost anything. I had forgotten yeah. about it because I played, you know. 70 hours without it and so i loaded mm. it up and i was like ah. i was like oh this looks way worse than i expected it to <laughs> so zach will be proud of me because i'm uh, i'm playing games at work on my lunch break and because devil may cry is perfect i can just pick it up play it and and go through where i wanted to i wanted to sit down and play uh, death stranding at home because it was just so engrossing and i didn't feel like playing it on the steam deck in that environment where i had to like drop it where dmc i can just you know pause put it on sleep and then come back to it later and so i've put six hours into it in the last two weeks and four of those hours were at work like nice. that that was four lunch breaks and then i played it last night for like an hour and a half so what, what a fun way to blow off steam at work too yeah it's it's great <laughs> it's fun I, I i enjoy it you know I'm, i have an hour lunch and it doesn't take me an hour to eat my lunch and i usually sit there and to keep myself from working i play video games because i would just work through my lunch if i 
didn't have something to do. So yeah, don't do that. Yeah. People. <laughs> a little, little yeah, labor tip there. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, but th- that's what I've been playing. So I'm going to finish it up pretty soon. I don't know if I'm going to get an opportunity to stream it. Um, had a lot of stuff going on in April and been gone most weekends, but uh, if I do, um, I might even just go back and like play my favorite levels because they're short and it's easy to go in and it's fun to just like go in and re-engage in the combat. Or maybe um, the Virgil DLC is only five bucks and it's like six levels. So I might just do that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 And then you'll stream Thief Simulator. Then I'll stream Thief Simulator at some point. And um, <laughs> well, if I stream, are you going to watch or participate? I'll watch. Or? No, I'll watch. Okay. Yeah. Just gonna right. tell me when you're doing it. <laughs> How is that much a VR game? No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think That'd so. That'd be really no. funny. I, I was gonna say uh, if if uh, if you ever stream a VR game like Gorilla Tag, no. Uh, <laughs> that's the other thing that makes me angry. <laughs> Gorilla I have, Tag. I have looked at buying that for you many uh, times, and well, have not. I I just think Zach should uh, watch uh, in the in the chat. And then come over to your house and mess with you while you're in the VR goggles. And tag you? Yeah. I did, um, as a really quick side tangent, play Phasmophobia in VR. Ooh, how was that? Cool. Nice. Was it fantastic? It was phantasmophobic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it was good. It It was very, very creepy, and it was weird, but I also don't like get very startled about things so i feel like it's almost wasted on me it was a very interesting interaction to like play in that world and play that type of game where you're hunting ghosts as a just a normal human who gets your next but like the the jump scare when you die when little fingers come across or when the when the entity like flashes in front of you or does weird shit it's not weird it's not even alarming like i feel like i jumped more playing resident evil 7 than i did you know playing phasmophobia ever yeah and like like that game is specifically so like low rent stock assets like Mm -hmm. the way it looks i think um betrays the it it, it betrays it's it's been completely overhauled like we just i just played the latest update and it's it's pretty good okay yeah because there's four developers now and not one wow um i i just feel like the the aesthetic kind of uh gets in the way of it being scary but i also kind of like that Mm because like you're a dude for whom this is just your job it's like all right Mm -hmm. uh, we'll just all right gotta get the smudge sticks and gotta get the emf reader and uh all right i guess we're doing this and i like this sort of um like making the bizarre mundane and there's a lot of fun stuff about that uh in control like um like someone complaining there's a there's an office that is just floor to ceiling sticky notes and there's a little note from someone saying uh a sticky note replicated itself in my office i'm going to be working from home until someone can figure this out (laughs) that's pretty great there's a lot of little stuff like that of like psa if if you experience an un uh unexpected building shift and your department is cut off from uh from the rest of the building take these measures (laughs) oh jeez hold your companion cube close (laughs) it's right (laughs) well um with what we've been playing out of the way, uh, which we've all been playing actually quite a bit of yeah. different variety of things in the last few weeks, um, Zach has we're going to audible. Uh, Zach has an audible. Nice. Because forty-two, forty-two. There's not enough like. time to get into a good discussion. Okay. So instead, let's play oh, a game. I, that was okay. Pretty, okay. What? Nothing. Well, I was I the was news reading. was pretty straightforward, but yeah. Oh, I'll just mention it then, and then we'll play a game. Okay. Uh, the news is that uh, so. 
uh, Joseph Staten, who was former Bungie, former Microsoft, has uh, uh, announced that he left Microsoft. This is a little while ago, but uh, Netflix picked him up mm-hmm. to develop a brand new IP for them. Wow. So if you don't know, uh, which I just learned this, you can play games through your, the Netflix app on your phone. They just Whoa. have games on there. So Oh, weird. Yeah, huh. it is weird. So Netflix is making a, a big play into this uh, video game space, picked him up. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with him, he was responsible for writing a lot of the early Halo games. So mm-hmm. one, two, three, ODST. And we were just talking about how good the lore and story we were. is in the early Halo games. Yeah, also worked on Destiny One uh, and Halo Infinite. So helped, you know, when Halo Infinite was adrift, helped uh, write, write the ship and and get it going. So, and I mean, say what you will about Infinite, I can't say anything because I didn't even play it. But uh, like getting something across the finishing line is a, yeah. a success in and of itself. Well, the campaign has received generally favorable reviews. Oh, it's it's fine. the multiplayer that has problems. Okay. Yeah. And the campaign is fine. I haven't played it because um, I was waiting so long for the co-op and then I just forgot about it. <laughs> so, um, but it's yeah, fine. it's an interesting acquisition from Netflix. I think, you know, um, it'll be interesting Obviously, they did Halo games without him. They did four, which I, I like four a lot. Um, mm-hmm. They did five, which was not good, mm-hmm. um, except for the multiplayer was good. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, so I'm curious to see the direction that Halo takes. You know, they're they're in a bit of a, a rut right now. Hey, this is the only Halo game for ten years, guys. I'm curious if that holds true. <laughs> That's we'll see because everybody has left. All yeah. the major players have left yep. Infinite. Yeah, so. it's a shame, but yeah. We'll we'll just see Halo Wars three. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Halo yeah. Wars was fun. I played. I didn't finish the first one. I played a, a good chunk of it. Oh, I definitely and it was, finished the first. One. It was really fun. Um, I always meant to go to two, and I just have never done it. But two's even better. With it on Game Pass, maybe I should. I bet that'd be a good like phone game. Ooh, yeah. Probably not too bad to play on phone. Uh, well, I mean, it emulates like the X, controller. X, X Cloud, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, but it emulates the controller and doing like if oh, you I could... mean with a controller. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, see, yeah, 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 yeah. not touchscreen. Just, just, just play it on your Steam Deck. Do X Cloud on your deck. Mm. Yeah, I'm just thinking for like ultra portability because the deck is pretty huge. It is. It's yeah, a, but it's a big boy. But you confuse me. What situation where you need to play on your phone where you can't play on your deck? Oh, not. I'm just thinking. Port like sometimes there are times when I've played games on my phone because all I do is shove a, a controller in my bag versus my whole Steam Deck. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah. Not frequent, but mm. it happens. But yeah, that's that's interesting that they got a, a guy who specializes in epic narrative for mm-hmm. games for Netflix. And I think that's a, a good get and could lead to some really interesting narrative focused. I'm curious if the past work is an indication of what type of game this new one will be. Like if it'll be um, a sci-fi based game, since that's basically exclusively what he's done. That's well, true. What kind of games are on the Netflix phone? Uh, f- I don't app? know. I have oh, no you idea. Haven't, you I haven't, haven't looked. I just, oh, I just okay. knew that. I just heard that was a hmm. thing, and I was like, "This is wild." Maybe I'll check that out. Huh. Um, there's, I heard. Well, actually, I know there's one game. I can't remember the name of it, but I heard that there's a game where it's like a reverse city builder. You like build up the city, but to the extent that you're removing all man-made structures from it. Oh. Or, or not city, it's forest or, or landscape or whatever. Oh, you're, I see. So you're hmm. like, you're it's, it's an overgrowth. Cl- cleansing it, basically, yeah. Uh, I think I remember seeing that. It's an indie game. Yeah, Terra Nil, yeah. Terra, Terra, Nil. Terra Nil. I think that's on Netflix. Oh, oh weird. That's like a full-on yeah. game. It's a real-ass game. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like Bubble Bobble. And like, uh, I love you Bubble know, Bobble. Uh, yeah. Like touch-friendly like touch games. But, yeah, um, I don't know. It's um, just a Zebo. 
Uh, I don't have Netflix on my phone because you have to pay for everything you add, every device you add. So, what if Netflix bought the rights to Engage, <laughs> the Netflix Damn. gauge? I wanted an Engage so bad when they were new. I was a kid when that came out, and I went, "That sucks." Same. I thought it was the coolest thing. It was like it's a phone and it plays games, and I was like nine. I was like, "What do I need a phone for? Fuck if I know, but I want one." <laughs> I'm really glad I never got it because that thing failed hard. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Instead, I got a Game Boy Color. So. Oh, good choice. What's your game, Game, game Boy Master? Advance, game Boy. Uh, I'm gonna give you guys. I looked up some uh, random trivia questions. Ooh, fun. Okay. I'm gonna pick five random ones out of this list of um, three 133. Ooh. All right, give me Dale. <laughs> and who and, and whoever gets the most. All right, so let's see. I'm just gonna scroll. Cool. Stop. Number 28. Oh, this is too easy. Oh. I'll, I'll ask you anyway. The company that created Fortnite also created a game engine. What is the engine? Unreal. Oh, Nick gets a point because Gary was too slow. <laughs> All right. That was a really easy question. Uh... Oh, whoa. Okay. What simulation video game franchise was originally developed by Will Wright and launched in 1989? Oh, 1989. 1989. Would this be SimCity? It is SimCity. Sorry. I, no, I was thinking, and I and I was like, this is going to be uh, Alpha Centauri. Or, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That, that like is 1994, weird. I think. Way, way in the future. Space Station Silicon Also Valley. Sid Meier, not Will Wright. Oh. Oh, right. Oh, Sim Ants does need to come back. Oh, thanks, thanks, I like Sim Tower. I played a lot of Sim Tower. Oh, yeah. I did not. But I I went to my friend's house and he had SimCity 2000 and he just kept doing natural disasters. I'm like, this game is boring as oh. fuck. All right, so I didn't. This this list <laughs> said that it, the hardest questions were at the end. So I'm gonna okay. let's see. Cool. Uh, I my sim game of choice growing up was um, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, okay, yeah, um, I played I played the shit out of. I had a burned copy of Roller Coaster Tycoon. I, I probably did too. Yeah. What was the name of the color digital camera device for the PlayStation 2? Ooh, the eye toy. It is. Come on, Garrett. Wow, Garrett. I'm, I'm three for three. Dude. That was. These are not hard though. I know. I know hyper specific things about certain things. I don't know like right, general Gary. trivia. I'm bad at trivia. I think this is in your wheelhouse. Mm. Within ten, what is the maximum number of power stars you can collect in Super Mario 64? What? 120. You got it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I only know that because it's a speedrun category. Oh yeah, I was. I just guessed. I was like, "What's double of 60? <laughs> <laughs> and right. within ten, if it was one hundred and thirty or one hundred and twenty-eight, I'd get it. Uh huh. What is the name of the Star Wars video game for the N sixty-four that supported the expansion pack that enabled higher quality graphics? Rogue Squadron. Yes. Okay. So it's not Shadow of the Empire. I so that was my first thought was yep. Shadow of the Empire, and then I remembered I've like reached back into my mind palace and I <laughs> saw Rogue Squadron, and I remember we rented Rogue Squadron as a kid. My oh. neighbor had an N sixty four. I never had one. Oh, no. And so I went over to my neighbor's house. We rented Rogue Squadron, and that was before they rented expansion pass packs. So we tried to play it, and it was like you can't play it. Because uh, it was one, one of the I, well, it, maybe it was that or it, it said something, and then we went out, and he had it was it happened to be after his birthday, and I was staying at his house, and we went and we bought a game that included it, and uh, DK sixty four. No, it wasn't DK sixty four. There was another game, Perfect that, Dark. 
Oh. No, they wouldn't have bought them in them rated game. Perfect Dark did require it. I don't know if it came with it. Oh, I don't think it came or with it. Or maybe we went out and bought the expansion pack and then came back and then played Rogue Squadron all night. Yeah. That was a, that was great. I that love sounds, Rogue Squadron. That sounds like a good time. I played uh, Rogue Squadron 2 or 3 on the GameCube a whole lot. Oh, Zach, let me borrow those. Oh, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you borrow them. I think I have three at least. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're very fun to play. The But what's really weird is the audio is kind of scrambled. Um, oh. So we got to check your discs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. Um, well, the first one's a cartridge, but yeah, oh. not two and three. Oh, I, I was just thinking, yeah. Road Co- no. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the first Star Wars video game made for the Atari 2600 was based on which film in the original trilogy? Ooh, Return of the Jedi. No, what? Mm-hmm. No, it's oh. uh, it's uh, it's got the uh, oh my god, uh, Empire Strikes Back, yes, yeah, because yeah. it, it had the uh, the trench run. Mm-hmm. I yep. do remember the Return of the Jedi uh, game though for 2600 it's hoth what right what no return of the jedi is not on hoth no that's oh. dagobah that's that's empire oh, oh yeah wow. empire I'm, is yeah man i have drank all of this e9 uh sonic emulator and it must be getting to me he's running around in, and scrambling in, your in neurons baseball, what is an e9 nick uh i'm gonna guess that that's a quadrant like a sector of the field that you hit to sometimes Garrett? Uh, ninth error. I don't actually remember. <laughs> uh, so uh, an E would be an error. Yeah. Okay. Nine is the right fielder. Oh. oh, okay. Okay. Wow. All right. I mean, the, our powers combined, we get the answer. <laughs> uh, we got five more minutes of random trivia here. Okay. Cool. What is the name of the best-selling video game franchise to come out of the Disney homegrown intellectual property Hold on. This is worded really. What is the name of the best-selling video game franchise to come out of Disney's homegrown intellectual property? That's the question. Uh, I mean, homegrown Tron series. And it says we're ignoring Disney's purchase of Lucas Films. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Homegrown. So I'm trying to think. Is this like something? Like, I'm thinking like Disney Interactive. Yeah, so I'm trying to think if this is something where it's like Disney Games came up with it, like Disney Guilty Party, the the like clue party game for for the Wii. But probably not. No, it's just worded real bad. Okay, so this is a Disney thing that is a video game franchise. What is the name of the best selling video game franchise <laughs> did they come out of Disney's homegrown <laughs> intellectual property? Did the chat did the chat ruin it? The chat got it correct. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. They okay. stole a point from us. I was never going to guess Kingdom that. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I would have never guessed that either. I tried to play Kingdom Hearts 1 like a oh, couple of years no ago. it makes sense. Don't. Not that it doesn't make sense. It just plays bad. Yeah. It, it, it's just not a... It's interesting. Dude, would, some of these questions are so easy. It's yeah. like, the first game of Final Fantasy was released for what console? <laughs> the NES? Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't fucking know. I just guess. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The I nineteen. Can... Okay. Here's, this easy one's... is relative to you, my friend. This <laughs> is actually hard, and I didn't know the answer. We'll see if Nick knows. Okay. Um, Garrett, if you know, I will give you a crisp high five. <laughs> the nineteen ninety five point and click adventure game "I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream" <laughs> is based on the short story of the same name by what sci fi author who also wrote "A Boy and His Dog"? Harlan Ellison. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't fucking. Know I don't that. even know who that is. <laughs> that story and that game are both incredible. Wow. Yeah. Play play that game. It is available on Steam. It's been like made available for modern systems. It's really, really good. Some parts of it have not aged perfectly, but uh in terms of like the the tone 
but it's really, really upsetting. Okay, and if you like upsetting things, you'll love it. So I went to a different website here. Ooh. The original... Oh, these are... Okay, this is more difficult. So in the original Legend of Zelda game, what was the maximum amount of rupees? Or why was the maximum amount of rupees set at 255? Oh. Um... Uh, oh, two fifty six bits, something like that. It had to do. It has to. Yeah, it has to do Close. with the. Yeah, it has to do with the number. Uh, the maximum number that it can do because like two. You said two fifty five. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has to do with um uh exactly binary bits. Yeah, because zero counts. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. It's the capacity restraints of integer values. Mm. What was yeah, the first gaming console to have internal memory? Internal? Internal memory. The first... Oh, gosh. It's going to be something dumb. Console? Like Neo Geo. The first gaming console to have internal memory. Shit. Um, uh, it's... I My mind immediately goes to Xbox, but I know that there's there has to be something before Xbox. Because everything was, like, cartridge. <gasps> or memory cartridge. The oh. Panasonic 3DO. No. Fuck. Because uh, <laughs> there, no, there was no memory cards for that. Uh, Could you save? <laughs> I don't remember. Whoa. I don't remember because most of the games were like arcade ports. Yeah. yeah. Um, or trash. Uh, arcade I, ports. I'm going to take a wild guess and say like the Sega Saturn. You got it. Whoa. What? One megabyte of internal memory. What? <laughs> nice. So I knew it wasn't the Dreamcast because the Dreamcast has VMUs, but that seems like a weird thing that Sega would do. Wow. This is a, this is an interesting one. What game did the character Sonic first appear in? Mm. Oh, this is like a a uh, Donkey Kong Mario sort of deal. Sonic. I don't know. And this is, I will tell you, is not playable. Okay. Not, not playable. Just the character itself appeared in this game. Somewhere. Right, right. Um, I'm trying to think of Sega games from before. I'll t- I've never heard of this game, so. Uh, cool. Give up. Um, <laughs> Pocky and Rocky with Becky. Sonic first appeared as an air freshener in the 1991 Sega release Red Mobile. Whoa, I've never... You got me. All right, Nick, here's... In the game Bioshock, what was the original name for the gene bank? Oh. Oh, I... I have listened to enough behind-the-scenes stuff about this game that I should know this, but I don't. Plasma Quick. Plasma Quick. I never would have guessed All right, Garrett, this one's for you. What was the name of the planet that is home to the game Gears of War? Oh. Oh. Fuck. (laughs) Uh, You're the biggest Gears of War fan I know. uh, I want to say, oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know why. I'm just going to say the thing that's in my head, (laughs) and you have to tell me what it's from or why it's come. Oh, I know why. Fucking... So I'm, I still have Star Wars in the brain. Geonosis. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Um, that. <laughs> but yeah, because it's like it's like the locust. So the locusts are the enemies. But the I don't remember the planet's name. It's not just Terra, is it? No. Very no. Cool. It's Sarah. S E R A. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, here's a, here's another Gears of War. What was the wep- What was weapon choice nearly cut from? What 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 weapon was nearly cut from Gears of War over creative differences? I had to reword their question. I would probably say the the chainsaw, the the yeah, lancer, the, the lancer. Yep. That's yeah. my guess. I mean, because it's like 
yeah, you have this assault rifle with a chainsaw on it, and yeah, which and, ended up like cementing the franchise. Totally. You know? But I can see how that also might have been something where they they thought like, oh no, we want this to be a cover shooter. Why are you out of cover doing melee? Yeah, which uh, uh, call out to uh, folks out there. I was generously given a uh, replica portal gun, which I'm going to mount up on the wall. If anybody has a line on one of those replica lancers, I would I, I would definitely think Cosmic, Cosmic had one. one. They had one for a long time. I don't know if they still do. <laughs> it was it was up there for years uh, so unless someone finally bought it you I, think i could uh, you think i could talk pete down uh, yeah. <laughs> okay it's, if it's still there it's, if it's, still it's there. legitimately been there for years all right i'm yeah i'm i'm curious to go to cosmic at some point so yeah i will not get there until at least middle of next week so if uh if somebody is listening right now and wants to tell me what the price is on it that would be great all right i'm gonna ask two more and then we'll get your final thoughts on the beer okay excellent what band has made more sales off of its Guitar Hero album than any other recorded albums? Oh. Aerosmith. Yep. Okay, sure. But Arrow spelled the other way. A-R-R-O-W. <laughs> what? Unless they misspelled it here. I, I, they I feel definitely. like they did because there was Guitar Hero Aerosmith. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. That, that makes sense. Probably. I'm sure I don't know who... I was going to jokingly say the Beatles, but somebody would have had to punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's also not Guitar Hero. That's Rock Band. That's Rock Band. Yeah. <laughs> Double wrong. Okay. Last one. Cool. What classic video game was named because the creator misunderstood the translation? Oh. It's over 9,000. <laughs> what? 9,000? Uh, mistranslated. What classic video game was named because the creator misunderstood a translation? It's it's not it's not like Resident Evil, is it? No. Mother. Older. Ooh. Not mother. Not mother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All I know this is that this is a very name. famous game. Very famous game. A mistranslation. Oh, 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 Wild Speed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a super combo. <laughs> classic. It is Donkey Kong. Ooh. Oh, okay, sure. Because Kong is ape, and he, uh, Miyamoto, th- um, understood donkey to mean stupid. <laughs> and so he was supposed to be like stupid ape. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking the other way around. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very uh, cool. Unfortunately, we did not get the classic game franchise, Ass Monkey. <laughs> 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 I like Ass Monkey. Oh my god. I'd play the shit out of Ass Monkey. <laughs> that sounds uh, great. Amazing. Oh, well, uh thank you for that. That was that was wonderful. Great yeah. news and uh interesting news. Yeah. yeah uh, interesting that... news. I'm interested to see what Netflix games division does. Now I want to check out what they, they have. They acquired a couple of different studios, I think, so um Take, take a look. I don't have the names handy right now, but I think they're, they're loading up for something. Yeah. Well, they partnered with Telltale and did the Minecraft show that Story was like mode, choose yeah. your own adventure. It's actually really interesting. My kids played. It. I watched them mm. play through some of it. It's like fairly. I, I think Patton Oswalt might voice someone in it. I mean, yes. they could they yeah. could like port all of those Telltale games to the Netflix totally. platform and walk through those. New so. Telltale resurrected from the dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wolf <laughs> Among Us Two is coming they, out. They got acquired. Telltale got acquired. Well, they died, came back, and then I don't know if they got brought after that. I was just yeah. meaning because they died. Uh, they, <laughs> they, they double died. died. They they un, undead dead. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're putting out uh, Wolf Among Us too. I know a lot of people are excited for it. I'm very excited. I yeah. love Wolf Among Us. It's really good. Yeah. It's from when Fables was good. 
which is the first half of it. Oh, there we go. Never played or read. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Read I bought the first... it for your wife, though. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> read the first 11 volumes and then stop. It is a good stopping point. That's a lot of everything volumes. after that is bad. <laughs> there are 22, so it's exactly that's, half. That's a lot of volumes, too. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, any extra thoughts on the beer? I thought that it did not change other than it got a little less tart the warmer it got. But yeah. I don't know if that's just due to volume of... Or maybe you just got used to climatization. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, similar. Yeah, I, I liked it. I noticed the tartness. Uh, like, it wasn't quite as bracing later on. But um, yeah. But I, I liked it. I I might get it again. Uh, I think this is the kind of thing that uh, Lauren would like. So. Yeah, it was definitely super interesting batch yeah. number one and it's cool that it's like okay well you know it'd be really interesting to get another batch mm-hmm. and try it later on down the road and it's see if there's any differences it's just blue <laughs> <laughs> our lips and what? mouth are just blue the whole <laughs> time <laughs> blueberry wine <laughs> um Classy. well thanks again for uh listening thanks for uh those of you who are watching live uh we record every other Tuesday and we stream a co-op game every other Tuesday uh, as well. So there's always something going on Tuesday night. You can catch us at twitch.tv slash co-ops podcast, all one word. Uh, and you can find our podcast everywhere where podcasts are found. And uh, if you don't find us, then let us know so we can add that in. Um, yeah. So until next week, when we see you again on stream, have a great week. Toodles. Good night.